We knew that you know, we can come up and put up a fight. Um, you know, we've been on a roll lately. You know, I feel like we let one go last week against Minnesota, but you know, we have a lot of confidence in the room right now. Guys are playing hard, and um, we're, we're starting to you know, find our identity. You know, so you know, I'm very proud of the guys again. Come up here with a you know, division game undefeated in a hostile environment Monday night. It was, it was a big win for us. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Tuesday. Time to get into it. It's a futures day here in the show. NFL player futures, team futures we'll get to. Some college football great guests. Jason Scott from BetMGM will join us. VP of trading there. And, of course, uh, our guy uh, Michael Felder in the bleachers talking some college football. Aaron, we got to start with Monday Night Football after a game that we kind of foreshadowed a little bit. It was you. You said, is this the game? Is this the time the Eagles lose? Uh, they did. They lose 32-21. The perfect Eagles season is over. Uh, and the score is kind of misleading because the commander scored the end there, that last play. But it, I mean, they won. Um, it, it was a weird game. Yeah. It felt like the Eagles were sleepwalking through the game. Like they just weren't. And then at the end, it was like, oh, they're going to come back and win. And they have the fumble. The one thing that stood out from the game, though, just looking at it like a big picture, 40 minutes of time possession for Washington. They kept the Eagles off the field. They ran the ball. They converted third downs. Jalen Hurts watched that game for the most part. He didn't participate because his team turned the ball over. He turned it over once, and the commanders just held the ball. It was like keep away. They held they held the ball the whole game. Yeah, I mean, I have no concern for the Eagles moving forward. The commanders, they played some good football. They executed a great game plan. The turnover battle went their way. And it, it was a division game, and I think yesterday I had this weird feeling, and I said it to you, like, weird things happen in these division games. And the commanders always treat these division games, because usually they're irrelevant, like it's their Super Bowl, you know? So you know they got up for this. They had an impressive win. You know, they're at 500 now, and potentially, you know, in the playoff picture. So they've got Chase Young. It was just announced he's going to play this week, so... You know, it's an exciting time for Washington fans, but I don't think it – I'm not going to, you know, say, oh, the Eagles are vulnerable or overreact to this. Um, I think – I mean, it was a long shot. Even the odds reflected that, that they were going to go undefeated this season. Yeah, I mean, I, I never thought they were going to go undefeated. Um, but that was – if you were on the Commanders last that's a big money line. It was 4-1. Four, four to one. It was plus 400 on the money line. Obviously – I know. You cut. said Commanders money line, and I saw that 4-1. to one. I'm like, should yep. I? Nah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, they, they covered plus 10.5 to over hit by a mile. It was 43.5 on the total of that game. So it went over. And, Aaron, you mentioned the turnover. So it's like there's two ways to look at it, right? The, with three. The referees got involved yesterday, so I thought it was yes. a poorly officiated game. I don't know if I've Agreed. ever seen a play like what Heineke did at the end. Now, ultimately, that was the right call. He took the knee. The play was over. But that was a weird thing because it was like, I'm not sure as the defensive line is chasing him if they saw him take the knee. It was almost like he took a knee and then he kind of bounced back up and Brandon Graham came over and shoved him at the end. I wonder if we'll see another quarterback do that at the end of a game because it's almost impossible for those defensive linemen to stop, right? They're coming at you as fast exactly. as they can. Like they have to and like they kind of ran over him. Like what? Right. What else were they gonna do? You know, just run to the side so they like avoid him. I mean, it it was crazy, and it's one of those things where like pretty much everything went the commander's way. So it would have been. I would have liked to see this be a commander's victory. You know, without the refs. You know, kind of interfering there. But 
you know, it is what it is, I guess. It was a weird call, a weird situation all the way around um, with that Heineke taking a knee and then the roughing penalty called on Brandon Graham. It was odd. It was, uh, and that wasn't the only moment. I mean, the you had the referees getting involved in the play that, you know, the Eagles got called for hitting out of bounds or hitting late, and he really wasn't out of bounds yet. That was a bizarre call. There was, there was some – and then – one of the Eagles turnovers, See, Aaron, I mean, that was obviously a face mask uh, on the play where Goddard got his head ripped uh, and they didn't call it. He fumbled on the play. Commanders got the ball back. So I thought it was a poorly officiated game, but it I, the Eagles deserve to lose. I mean, they fumbled that game. That, that play where Hurts hit Quez Watkins deep down the field and he got up and he started running again and then he fumbled like that. That was really the game right yeah. there. If he just holds on the ball, the Eagles probably yeah. win the game. Yes, the one where St. Juice forced the fumble, that one. Yeah, that was Yeah. I mean, it just showed like the it, it just felt like the commander's night with all these weird situations that happened like they were just destined to win in this situation. But yeah, Derek Forrest recovered in Washington territory and I mean, they they did, you know, they had some takeaways, but I think, you know, you do have to credit the commanders and I mean, we were talking about should Ron Rivera lose his job and they've kind of turned things around here lately. I mean, we said yesterday, this isn't the same team, the commander's team that lost the Eagles 24 to eight. And we saw that and now they're getting Chase Young back. Um, they had a really good game plan and they were, they were ready to go. Did you see after the game that they did the Kirk Cousins thing, the Heineke with the chain? Yes, on the, pla on the plane ride home. I'm I like, did see are that. we going to see every team do this now? Now, do you think every you know team what? does it, or take, is it? Go ahead. I was thinking about this earlier. Taylor Heineke is kind of a cooler Kirk Cousins. He's not as good at football, but like as a person, he's a cooler Kirk Cousins. Swaggier so, Kirk. So, <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this: so, Do you think this will only happen with kind of like dorky quarterbacks? Like the cool ones won't do this, right? Like the guys that are like. Normally, like everyone thinks they're cool, they they won't put the chains okay, on. Like, is who this falls into this category? Because you also can't be good. Like it can't be like Jalen Hurts doing it. It has to Matt be Ryan. someone. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Yes, <laughs> Matt Ryan would be amazing. amazing. Yeah, we need to find the cutoff to where it's like you could see this happening, or, or the guy's too good, too cool. He could never see it happen. Like, could you I see Geno Smith doing it? <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't know if you play along with it. Maybe. Jared Goff? And it can't be. Goff. Uh, well, I Goff. feel like, like Goff played in a Super Bowl. Um, a guy like Trevor Lawrence was a number one overall pick. Like, I don't know if it can be those guys, right? Goff. Goff Joe be Burrow the cutoff, would maybe. love it. I feel like Joe it's, Burrow already does this on his own. Right. Right. He, yeah, he has his own chains. Kind of, he's wearing. Yeah. Yeah. Mac Jones. <laughs> Mac Jones for sure. Um, oh, uh, Bill won't yes. allow that. Bill won't allow that. Uh, but if, if he did, like if they got him aside on that side, yeah, Matt could definitely pull it off. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Kirk might be the line. Kirk might be like the best lame quarterback that could pull this off. I'm trying to use anybody else. Um, I mean, obviously, if Davis Mills ever won a game, they could do I it was going to say but... Davis Mills. That was the next <laughs> yeah. name, yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty obvious. Uh, maybe Andy Dalton. Could we see Andy? Or is he too old? Yes. I think Andy's like, kind of cool now. Bearded it. Bearded Andy yeah. is kind of cool now, though. <laughs> is he? <laughs> Jimmy G. He doesn't look what, as Jimmy dorky. Jimmy G too cool? Is Jimmy G Jimmy's too cool too for cool. this? 
Jimmy's okay, way yeah. too cool. Yeah. I think there'll All probably right. be an ego thing involved. Like, I'm too good of a quarterback to do this little shtick here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> some of these guys had... might think higher of themselves. <laughs> Jimmy had every Golden State Warriors cheerleader coming up to him last night saying hi. Jimmy's a little too cool. Right. Jimmy's got some sweat. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, it's the Kirk line. Like, if you're better than Kirk or cooler than Kirk, you can't do it. Heineke, Heineke fits below the line. One, one more quick thing on the game, then we'll, we'll hit something that happened uh, with the Major League Baseball awards last night, Aaron. Um, the turnovers, the Eagles historic the first eight games. In terms of turnover differential, they just they basically won the turnover differential every game. They were putting up crazy numbers for taking the ball away. They weren't giving away the ball. And wasn't that the difference last night? The, the turnover luck went the other way on them. They, they had four turnovers last night. And a couple of those were really weird kind of turnovers, right? Like the ball that bounced out of Watkins' hands. And then that yeah. first interception by Hurt, the interception by Hurts, that, you know, you watch the replay. That was actually a pretty good throw. It, like that hit all hit A.J. Brown on the hands, and it bounced out of his hands into the defender. So – to go back to your point on not being worried about the Eagles, the turnovers came in bunches last night, but I'm not sure if that's like going to ha- keep happening. But it just felt like a weird night where everything just went the other way on them. I agree. And then also on the other side with the commanders, I mean, I think living here in Washington, you know, we've been waiting for when this defense was going to, you know, be the identity of this team. And maybe this is the beginning of, something you know maybe they're finally kind of getting things together now um i'm not saying that that they might be an elite defense but you know they've got a lot of talent defensively on that washington roster and they've been underperforming to where that that was like the worst unit on the team for a while and maybe you know 10 weeks into the season we're finally seeing this defensive unit on the commanders get things together yeah, well, they've been better. Aaron, you mentioned them, and we're going to talk team futures today. All the teams in the NFC are 500 or better now. I think they all could I mean, make the playoffs. It's Yeah, could happen they could. for the first time. Yeah, and, and as far as the Eagles go, I mean, they're still in great shape, but it's not a normal year, right? Like, the, the Vikings only have one loss. The Eagles have one loss. That fight for the number one seed, that could go down to the end. And the Giants are only yes. one game back of the Eagles. Like, they're, it's, there's no cushion for the Eagles, despite being undefeated until last night. <laughs> Well, they do have that, I guess no schedule is easy, but, you know, the Eagles' schedule probably lines up a little nicer um, than some of these other NFC teams. Yeah, yeah, they could be playing all their playoff games at home, uh, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, now that they both have one loss, the Vikings and the Eagles, what happens. Yes, so we shall see on the Eagles, uh, and we'll check out the line movement, do line movement today on their game against the Colts this weekend. But I'm sure the Colts are watching that film. I'm sure Jeff Saturday saying we can run on them, we can run on that Eagles team. So oh, no. that'll be an Jeff interesting game Saturday too. If the Eagles lose two in a row, uh oh, then the meltdowns will start in Philadelphia. <laughs> that that's for sure. You'll see that. Okay, uh, we did get some baseball awards. This is the week they start coming out. So it's official. It's over. Our Adley Rushman, forty-five to one. We could pour one out for that. It's over. Julio Rodriguez wins the American League Rookie of the Year. He takes it in the AL, and it wasn't really close. Julio got you know almost all the first place votes, uh, and then Michael Harris Jr. wins the House third, wins it in the National League. So Julio uh, wins AL Rookie of the Year. Michael Harris NL Rookie of the Year. Aaron R. Adley Rushman forty-five to one as a show. We had a good run. Second, it didn't work out. In the I end. know, so yes. close.
I'd make that bet a hundred times out of a hundred again, though. Like we were, me too. We we had this right thought process, and he finished second, right? And he's like, in the time we put it in, he wasn't second, right? He kind of he kind of came on those final two months of the year. So I'm with Jake here. I thought it was a good bet. It just sometimes good bets don't work out. They don't. They don't always win. It's all right. Exactly. Especially like, how can you be mad at it when you're finding value? And it was a good bet. He ended up finishing second and. We had some good value on it, and you know, well, that's why we weren't betting like favorites when it comes to these <laughs> season long. Right, it was awards, a long shot, they you came, know. Yeah, yeah, they came in second. So it was uh, Julio, and then it was Rushman, and Stephen Kwan finished third, and then we had the NL with Harris winning it, his teammate Spencer Strider second, and Brennan Donovan of the Cardinals third. So we got those, and then Manager of the Year is going to come out today. I don't believe any of us had. Had bet on manager of the year. We just kind of talked through it some a little bit during the season, but I was hoping a little bit last night on athlete, but I kind of knew. I, I knew after the season ended, Julio Rodriguez was going to win. I wasn't surprised. Yeah, I um, I forgot that these come out like s- so long after the season ends. It's so weird. Oh yeah, isn't Major it League you, baseball you awards? For- it's very annoying. You forget about it. You should do this. Yeah, I mean, la- last well, year I was we listening to another pitch. show and they were talking about J Rod. I thought they were, I was like, is the J Rod a J-Rod? on this show? Yeah. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, MLB Awards J Rod. All I heard was J Rod. And I'm like, are guys cheating on us on another show? What's going on here? <laughs> Did we ever get an update from RJ Rod on the, you ever hear about his thing with the his social media? Yes. Like, yeah, they they we basically they both have update. the same name. He's trying to well, so, this guy's re- take Julio Rodriguez to the bank there. Well, yeah, the I think like a four hundred million dollar contract. He should. It sounds like J Rod, the players' team, would not pony up to for mm. the J Rod, um, R J Rod's handle. So I think Julio's is now like J Rod Show forty four, whereas our guy. It's just J-Rod show. Do you think our guy ran too hard of a bargain? Like, he should have budged a little bit at some point? Yes. I, would they uh, offer him, like, 500 bucks or something? I would I, I would have said absolutely not to that. Yeah, whatever it was. That. I don't think he that's was like being a, too That's a couple greedy, cigars. No, What's the minimum? I don't think he was playing. <laughs> What's the minimum that you're just instantly saying yes? Well, I wouldn't say instantly yes, but add a zero to that, and I think you got to really think about it. I yeah, mean, five grand. Handle. I thought makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and to who? And to the uh, yeah, and to the player, like, what is five grand? He, he literally it's signed nothing. like a contract that's going to pay him like five hundred to us. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I think it's less. It's, it's, I think it's like fifty yeah. to us. It's nothing. 50? It's, it's, okay. <laughs> it might be less actually. It might be like five. Who knows? The guy's got four hundred million dollars. All right, we got a lot coming up here. On the show, presented, of course, by BetMGM. On the other side, let's dive into futures. Team futures across the NFL. Could four NFC East team makes the playoffs? We'll hit it next right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.